Ready, set, go! Something funny just happened. I was behind an F-250 pickup, and they had a sticker in the back, one of the vinyl decals that said, it's a diesel thing you wouldn't understand. And you know what? No truer words have been said. Welcome to the EV Diaries, the place where we discuss EVs in small town America. So Tuesday was Tesla battery day, and everyone was questioning what was really going to come out of it. Sort of like an Apple event, there's speculation and rumor from the mundane to the extraordinary. The result is usually something in between, and this was no different. Battery Day was certainly something to behold, and it immediately followed the shareholders meeting, which was lengthy and boring. I caught part of it, and oh my goodness, it's amazing that any business gets done by any corporation. I guess it's good for transparency and investors, but it's like a trip to the dentist. Before we delve into the highlights, let me set the scene. Imagine 200 Teslas parked 20 wide and 10 deep at a drive-in movie. I'm sure some of you have never been to a drive-in or know what I'm talking about, but basically it's a parking lot full of cars pointing towards a stage with a large video screen behind it. In this pandemic world, this seems to be as good a way as any to host a crowd. I know the Christian Church downtown have been having Sunday drive-in church at the farmer's market, so I guess it works. Anyway, at the assigned moment, wearing a black t-shirt with an abstract yet almost geometric design in white ink and black jeans, Elon Musk takes the stage to a round of thunderous horn honks. We find out later that this weird t-shirt is an homage to the new battery design. After the noise dies down, he invites Tesla Senior VP of Powertrain and Engineering, Drew Baglino, out on stage with him to help discuss the innovations. The first big highlight and the most exciting to me was the new 4680 cell. This designation comes from the dimension of the can, 46 millimeters, and the height of 80 millimeters tall. This battery has a tabless jelly roll. Now, the replay of the event is on YouTube, but I'm going to try to describe the video shown on how a battery is constructed. If you're curious, and I'm a bit confusing or a little of both, you should look it up. Okay, so the basic lithium-ion battery construction, you have an anode and a cathode with a separator in between. This makes a sandwich of long, thin strips. Foil tabs are attached to the anode and the cathode, and then the entire mess is rolled up into a cylindrical form and crammed into a metal can. A cap, which stays electrically disconnected from the can, is crimped onto the top of the can, the cathode tab touches the outside of the can, and the anode tab touches the cap, giving you the positive and negative ends of your battery. Using lasers to etch into the existing foils, the engineers have figured out a way to create the battery without tabs. This allows them to manufacture them faster because adding tabs was a start-stop-start process, and the new batteries are a continuous process. Did I mention this cuts down on the thermodynamics of D 
DC fast charging, which means that the batteries can be charged at a quicker rate. Utilities had better take note because we are still trying to figure out the logistics of power supply for DC fast charging. And I think this just took that to a whole nother level of concern. Now, to be honest, I'm not sure exactly how the physics and the math works in these new batteries, but I do know they are ramping up production of these batteries now in Tesla's 10 gig pilot plant. So this is a thing. Baglino then describes the next innovation, and it's a change from wet form manufacturing to dry. Basically, the material and the films inside the battery are traditionally made into a solution using solvents and water. A carrier then is coated with the material, and then the solvents are removed. Most of the liquid is recaptured and recycled. I think the dry manufacturing technique is a technology Tesla acquired by acquisition, and it's the process of taking powderized material and creating the film directly without the need of a solution. The video shown during the presentation looked like a machine called a, a calendar, and that's spelled with an E. It's basically two rollers that press the material together into a thin sheet. When I worked for a well-known tire company in a plant that made air ride bladders for semis, I was responsible for maintaining the motor drive system of a calendar. They are really fascinating machines. Another way you can visualize this is sort of how flour tortillas are made. They take a wad of dough, run it through rollers, and a flat tortilla comes out on the other side. It's like that. This is significant because it uses less resources, water and energy, and the equipment takes up less space, less physical footprint. The entire process is more efficient and less expensive to operate. The drawback is that this is a developing tech and it's still at the laboratory level for now and not at the mass production level it needs to be. But when it is, it will be one of those continuous processes. Calendars are tricky because there's a lot going on. The next big reveal in my mind was the battery body structure configuration. Newer models will have the batteries built into the frame of the car instead of being a bolt-on thing. I did not know this, and maybe I'm mistaken, but the Teslas today have two main undercarriage pieces that are cast and assembled to make the frame of the vehicle. The battery is then attached to that. The new structure actually places the battery inside these castings, and they become load-bearing, for lack of a better term, as part of the undercarriage. This should allow for more cells in the car, RE, more range. The central location is supposed to balance the car, resulting in better handling, and the location should give the battery pack more protection during an impact. I have one concern about this, though. This means the batteries can't just be swapped out. But this may be the next step into designing that million-mile car whose battery outlasts the body. Another very important note from the event, Tesla is looking to improve the silicon used in the battery. Silicon is sand, so there's no shortage of it on the planet. They're moving away from cobalt, which cobalt mining in places such as the Congo have human rights violation written all over it. And they're going to replace the cobalt with nickel, which is abundant and cheaper. I think it may be more conductive as well, but I'm not sure. 
Also, Tesla has secured the rights to a source of lithium in Nevada. According to Elon, there's more than enough lithium in Nevada alone to electrify America and its entire U.S. fleet. All in all, these changes should lower the battery price by 56% and produce a car with 300 fewer parts. Tesla is also eyeing terafactories. Gigafactories are based on how much gigawatt hours of capacity they can produce in a year. A gigawatt is 1 million watts. A terawatt is 1,000 times that. That is insane. Elon then went on to brag about the new Model S Plaid. It has three motors, a high nickel contact battery that allows 0 to 60 in less than 2 seconds, a 9 second quarter mile, a top speed around 200 miles an hour, and, get this, a 500 mile plus range. I guess he has the right to brag. Those numbers are pretty daggone incredible. Uh, the bottom line is that all these improvements are going to take the battery price from the current price of about 156 mile or $56 per kilowatt hour down to around $70 per kilowatt hour. Keep in mind, too, that in 2010, that price was about $1,100 per kilowatt hour. So this is drastically cheaper than what it was. This allowed Elon to go ahead and hint to a net their Tesla model. Uh, maybe it'll be the Model 4. We don't know what it'll be called, but it's going to be in the $25,000 range. All of this is probably three years down the road for all this technology to grow up, but it should be worth the wait. Also, expect different things from different battery configurations and chemistries. There'll be a lower level battery for city commuting with shorter ranges and reduced performance. Tesla will offer a mid-level with a 300 mile range or so and more nickel in the batteries which will give better performance. And then you're gonna have your high performance batteries that are high nickel content. They're gonna have a long range like the ones that are in the Plaid. The good thing is, all of this technology will trickle down to the other manufacturers and who knows, maybe even GM will take hold of it. I've often compared Elon to Henry Ford. Henry Ford would get an idea for something new in his head and assemble a team to figure it out. The whole situation reminds me of the time Henry Ford wanted to cast a V8 motor in one solid block. His engineering team told him it couldn't be done, but Ford wasn't going to have it. He kept insisting that they work on it, which they did. In the end, after several months of late nights and trial and error, Henry Ford got his single block V8. I see Elon being like this. He set this goal of more power density, faster production, and a reduced environmental impact while making the batteries more efficient and affordable. I believe he is on the path to his own V8. Alright guys, that's all I've got. Hit that subscribe button. And remember the EV revolution is here. We've just been shown the future and it's a fun ride.